5: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast,
2: Becoming an Icon.
5: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
3: KFI AM 640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeart Radio app. On the radio from 1 to 4 and then after 4 o'clock... The Johnny Kent on Demand podcast on the iHeart app. Yeah, I got here just
6: in time. I was at Burning Man, and there was a lot of traffic getting back, so <laughs> I got know. caught in
3: hours and hours of lines of cars departing the festival. Why did you start this year? When we started talking about all the nude activities at Burning Man, I know you. I know I knew you were going to go up there. Gerlach, Nevada, is where it is,
6: way up there in the desert, and of course, uh, heavy rains flooded the event out and stranded people uh, at the uh, festival. This I didn't know. Uh, Apparently, the place that they have this is called Dry Alkali Flats. And when it gets really, really wet, it gets really, really slick. But one participant said it gets very alkaline. So you have to be careful. Because prolonged exposure of your skin to the mud can actually start to gently burn your skin. So, I guess there wasn't a lot of people rolling around in the mud at the, uh, the Burning Man when all that
3: rain came in and caused that <laughs> effect from the alkaline uh, soil there. You so know, I, 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 I told you, I, this is one thing I absolutely don't get. I do not understand what all this means, what they do, why they do it, what the pleasure is. Every time I see these stories, I just stare.
6: Oh, that's because you don't have any self-awareness or self-evaluation or desire to really reach deep within your side yourself and see what you're made of and what the world is. You All right, so I don't
3: know if you saw the Daily Star. It's one of those London tabloid No, uh, but I'm papers. sure it's a good one. Well, they went through the uh, wildest Burning Man events. Oh. Uh, uh, well, they have an event called Bleep Fighting, but it's not with uh, roosters. Uh, oh. well, actually, it is. It looks. It is maybe with roosters. They 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 they. What they do is they stand. Two guys stand nude, and there's a photo of this, and they have rubber chickens dangling Ooh. where their uh, parts normally are, and uh, the rubber chicken is tied to their waist with uh, some kind of uh, rope string. Uh, yeah, yeah, string. So yeah, the string is wrapped around their waist, and it holds the dangling uh, rooster. Oh, and and then they they. How do you they, they win fight. this competition? Yeah, I, they fight each other. Like one guy is gripping it with his left hand, and it looks like he's on the attack towards uh, the con- mm. the other contestant. So it's like that old expression of sword fight. Yes, yes, Except that's what it would be like. Chickens, right? These are these are two grown men. Um, uh, many of yeah, this it's, year's it's events- supposed to be a
6: place where your inner child
3: comes out. Yeah, it's an erotically charged atmosphere. Many of this year's events are sexual. Um... Apparently, they uh, they have an event where all the men sit around naked in a circle. What do the women do? And uh, I see one woman who is half-dressed, and she's bent over, and some guy is whipping her with, like, a feather duster or something. Oh, wow. Um, There's—the uh, women are doing body washes and m- massages that— uh Hmm. <laughs> Well, it, it <laughs> 9 turned out PM to have left? extra benefits. Uh, mm. <laughs> I'm trying to work around. This is a very crudely vulgar worded article here. Most so the guys, guys think it together. is a place for nudity and drug use. That's what I think most people think it is. The guys get together in a circle and pleasure themselves. Oh. Uh, you can go over to the naughty naked village to receive uh, your daily whipping. And mm. you'll get a spanking from the Domina Priestess. Then there's the Orgy Dome, a place for couples and morsums. More some, see. More some. See, two, three some, Yeah, four, three some is
6: one. even even more than three, right?
3: Uh, there's a hypnotherapist named David Mears. He's conducting group orgasm hypnosis sessions. That's <laughs> so disgusting. 64,000 people
6: stayed despite Ew. the rains, although some got locked in there by the flooding. Chris yeah. Rock was there. Did you see that? And he had to escape. Somebody got a, got him in a car and got him out of there. But there was a few celebrities there as well. What? One thing that came up is that, uh, well, two things that happened that are not within, let's say, the guidelines of the, the heart of the Burning Man belief, and that was uh, tempers flared. Uh, people got stuck in traffic leaving, and people got stuck with the whole place and got angry about the weather, and there were some dust-ups. And then people left a lot of trash. You're not supposed to do that. That's a no-no. There's ten principles of Burning Man. It sounds and, like people uh, become wild animals in a jungle. Yeah, it's what I thought it was kind of like Lord of the Flies, just left to uh, really, uh, like a bunch of homeless people out at there's, the
3: Slab City. There's a naked midnight run, naked morning yoga. Everything's uh, naked. Free spirited nudists run around enjoying naked dinosaur rides, naked pub crawls, naked pirate parties, naked karaoke, naked beer fun runs, and naked sunset runs. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. That's so what I'm saying. You're, this, this is your place. It's
6: in the desert, so uh, you imagine it's usually hot, but I think yeah, that the man. rain and the mud must have Need made some of that a little more difficult. Need a lot of sunscreen. Oh, here, here are the 10 principles of Burning Man written by festival co-founder Larry Harvey in 2004. One is radical inclusion. Attendees are asked to welcome and include strangers at the party. Two is gifting. You're encouraged to give gifts to others and not to expect one in return. Three is what De-co- decommodification, a commitment that there'll be no sponsorship or advertising at the festival. Radical self reliance you're asked to rely on your inner resources. Radical self expression you're asked to show off your unique gifts through the festivities. That's being naked, I guess. <laughs> Communal effort <laughs> attendees are asked to work
3: together. This
6: is civic responsibility, stuff. leaving no trace. So, that's right. You're supposed to clean up
3: after yourself, but it looks See, like that when, fell apart. This is all hippie weirdness. I When the hippies were around when I was a kid, I didn't understand them at all. And I still don't understand them. I know. It just, just makes no, no sense self. to By the way, I'm,
6: I'm,
3: I'm looking at the photos of these people. I don't want to be inclusive with this crowd. These mm. people are disgusting. And, I was trying I'm to just,
6: figure out. It looks like all different ages I'm looking at photos, too. I thought it was maybe just a bunch of older hippie baby boomers, but... I see some yeah. people in their twenties and thirties in these photos. So. But uh, the old guys are
3: are really creepy. Those are the those are the weirdos. <laughs> Nobody is safe. Oh my god. We're going to get a full report
6: later on in the show on the whole birdie Oh We are deal. We are later on in the show. Though, wow. But, uh, I just from who? To, uh, Alex Stone. I don't know. He, if he wasn't went. there. Well, you can ask him. I don't know. Was he running oh. around
3: naked? Did he have a rooster
6: strapped to his uh, waist? I think that should him. be your first question if you participate right. in the bleep fighting
3: yes I'm um, gonna ask him if he's got a rooster strapped one
6: one more note one man did die 32 year old Leon Reese uh the weather hampered their response to get to him he was unresponsive on the ground they do not mm-hmm. know yet what uh, took his life but uh 32 and you're 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 dead on the ground. Yeah, could be it was drug-related, but we don't know that yet. All right, uh, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app.
3: And Deborah Mark, live in the... You weren't up there, were you?
2: I was not. That's not my thing. No? No.
3: It's all muddy and dirty. It just. I
2: don't like mud, and I don't like dirt.
3: <laughs> she is very clean. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio, one to four, after four. Johnny and Ken On Demand, the podcast on the iHeart app. Well, when you see the headline,
6: Bob Barker's cause of death revealed, uh, oh, he was 99. You would expect it just old age, organ failure. Uh, they yeah. did reveal that he had been battling Alzheimer's for quite a few years, actually. Uh, it says here in 2013, he teamed up with PETA to highlight the benefits of a vegetarian diet. Claims he gave up animal meat to help prevent the onset of Alzheimer's, but... Uh, he still went down, uh, obviously a couple of weeks ago. But at the age of ninety nine, I, I don't
3: think you can argue about cause of death much or even debate it. It doesn't really matter. Right? No, every, everything everything wears out. And going uh, vegetarian doesn't ward off Alzheimer's.
6: So listen to this. It looks like times could be a change. And we told you last week that we found a Bay Area politician, a county supervisor, a Democrat. Who wants to get rid of Prop 47 because of all the smash and grabs and the shoplifting and stuff. Uh, Coming up next hour, you're going to find out that it's like the good old days where if they won't do it in Sacramento, we have the people do it at the ballot box. This deals with fentanyl and the fentanyl dealers and Alexandra's law. It could not get its way through the legislature. So uh, the people that support it have had enough. And today they announced they're going to start collecting signatures to put on the ballot next year. We'll be talking to Matt Capaluto after the news at 2 o'clock. It was his daughter, Alexandra, who died from fentanyl poisoning. You should call it that. It's not an overdose. She did not intend to take fentanyl. She was reaching out for some sort of narcotic. I forget which one, but uh, through social media, which is not a good idea. And instead, uh, the pill was laced with fentanyl. It was enough to kill her. So he is the proponent and the person that really got the ball rolling on Alexandra's law. He had some sponsors in the legislature, but it died, of course, in public safety committees because we don't want to punish anybody. Nobody's going to jail. That's it. We're closing down all the prisons. Oh, we ought to talk later on. Did you see that new prison guard raise package that's come out? A billion (laughs) dollars?
3: We got like Like half the prisoners and they're getting a lot more money. I don't understand anything anymore. Well, yeah, well, that's that's this is the scam because when prop uh, 47 passed they said they were going to save a lot of money on prison costs and that money would be redirected towards uh treatment programs yeah for for the for the uh prisoners you don't you'll go to prison but there's going to be uh, uh drug treatment right and mm-hmm. it's because that and, and the money was going to go to the local towns and counties that's why Kamala Harris designed the fake, title for Prop 47, Safe Neighborhoods and Schools Act, because the payoff, if you read the thing, was the money saved from prisons was going to go to make neighborhoods and schools safe in various ways. And that was the big selling point and the big lie from Jerry Brown. And really, the money...
6: They're going to give $10,000 bonuses because there's three prisons that uh, are understaffed. They're having a tough time finding guards now, so...
3: I wouldn't be surprised if 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 the prison guard union was behind this whole thing where they have half the number of prisoners to take care of and they get huge raises along the way. I wonder now, why if that would that be understaffed
6: if the- they've got like half the number of prisoners? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying I wonder if they financed a lot of politicians campaigns to get them to vote for Prop 47 or to push Prop 47, you know, to get this on the ballot. I wonder if, if this was all part of the plan. And the, and they went to the prison union and said, because the prison union probably said, well, wait a second, if you dump out half the prisoners, uh, we're going to lose our jobs. Oh, don't worry. We're going to take care of you. We're just going gotta... to
6: deal. They want to make sure that if you're going to pass legislation, that our jobs are protected. We're going to divert the money. Right.
3: We're going to divert the money that will save, let's say, on prisoner health care, right? And put it towards your salaries. And they go, oh, OK, we're on board. Cool. Less work, a lot more money. Uh,
6: Something else that's also happening, which is kind of good news uh, against the world of crime. Remember a month or two ago, we told you about the convenience store workers that beat the shoplifter with a stick? Remember that? (laughs) Yes. was a rumor that they might be charged, but they were not. Well, we bring you a story locally from El Monte. Uh, Fox 11 reporter Chelsea Edwards is reporting on this story. It's a jewelry store, and the same thing happened. Employees at the store came after the thief. And they beat him. Let's listen.
7: It's the middle of the afternoon. A man dressed in all black and a Donald Trump mask casually walks down El Monte's Main Street holding an empty cardboard box. Seemingly out of nowhere, he whips out a can of bear spray and fires it directly into the face of a man sitting outside Mesa's jewelry store. Moments later, the suspect is inside smashing a display case when family members who own the store jump into action trying to wrestle a weapon out of his hands.
8: Then I see that he has a hammer and then he starts breaking the the showcase. That's when we realized that he was one of those guys that just smashed and grabbed, you know? And at that moment, I thought more people were coming in back of him. And my reaction was like, lock the door so no one else could come inside anymore. But uh, he was fighting back. He was trying to hit with everything that he had on his um, hands. He had pepper spray. It wasn't normal pepper spray. It was bare pepper spray. He sprayed it all into my dad's eyes, my brothers, and my uncles again. So at that moment I was very scared, I didn't know what to do. My eyes, my body was hurting a lot, it was burning, it was like chili on your body. Outside, another family member recorded as the would-be
7: thief is beaten with fists and a stick. He wrestles his way out of the store, (laughs) losing his shirt in the process, and takes (laughs) off empty-handed, shouting threats on his way out. Even a day later, you can still smell and almost taste that pepper spray. You can see it staining some of this broken glass.
8: Why did your family fight back? Because we were so much for it. We used to work day and night, and just someone to come and grab your stuff, it's not fair. Owners say the store is the
7: result of years of hard work and dedication. They say the same man came in about three weeks
8: ago. So he was just asking here, here and there because that's where we had the diamonds. He seemed so suspicious they kept pictures of him. We (laughs) compared the picture from yesterday and the picture from three weeks ago is the same guy. And it has the same tattoos and everything.
7: The family is grateful that everyone is safe and that the suspects' attempted smash and grab was unsuccessful. But they say change needs to happen at a higher level. We pay
8: taxes. We're good uh, citizens. We've you know. never been involved on anything like this. And um, you know, we just want laws to protect us, to protect the business to protect
7: regular uh, citizens. I spoke to a lieutenant with El Monte police. He said more and more fed up business owners appear to be fighting back like this against would-be robbers. He said the video that was taken is incredibly helpful for their investigation and they have some very solid leads, but no arrest has been made yet.
3: Hmm. Did you see that guy? He was, what a fat slob this guy was. He must've been 300 pounds. And when they tore his shirt off and he went running out of the jewelry store, Big blubbery beast and all this blubber. Yeah, it's banging around and vibrating and swooshing from side to side. What a hideous sight. I could not stop laughing at that video this morning. I just I, I just couldn't I just every time they beat him with the stick and then when they pulled off his shirt and then his pants started falling down, oh man, that was beautiful. I guess the Trump mask didn't work. Uh, They
6: recognized him from the time he cased the place a few weeks earlier. He came in there and
3: he started looking around and they memorized. They took pictures. All right. The thing is, usually you see guys who are younger and they're fit, right? They're teenagers. This guy, he must be watching TV and seeing so many people getting away with smashing grabs. He figured he could do it, too. So he waddles in there. He figures, I got bear spray. I'm big. I got a mask on and he's, you know, he smashes the glass cases. And what he's is taking it like? The five joke.
6: of them, it looks like are beaten on him here. And, well, and the, yeah. the women aren't doing much. There's two men that are doing wrestling. Oh, well, now here comes a third guy. Yeah. I've been watching the, this again. The guys looked at him and said,
3: yeah, we could take this guy out. Look at him. He's a, he's a, he's a big slob. He can't run. He can't hide. Man, but that was today. smart of her. She locked the door in case he had backup.
6: Right. That's right. Yeah. the case. The mobs come in and rob you. But he was one dunce that tried to do this by himself. <laughs> although he is
3: huge. It's, it's on Fox 11. you got to see the video. You have to. This is this really is where the uh, comedy gold is. <laughs> yeah. And our salutes to the family
6: out there at Mesa's Jewelry in El Monte, uh, the yeah. family, for fighting back. You heard how yeah. sad she was. People just want to come in now and take your stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, no. we're not going to put up with it. No, you're and gonna, if you've uh, gonna... you got politicians like George Gascon and the rest of them that don't want to punish anybody anymore for stealing, then what are people going to do but start taking out sticks?
3: Yep. <laughs> I'm all
6: for taking out sticks. He he got—you're right. He lost his shirt and he got nothing. Oh, he runs off (laughs) trying to pull up his underwear. Yes, that
3: was so good.
6: And One young guy chased after him
3: again and still pushed him. <laughs> I was Fat watching team. him. I was at, the, at, the, at the breakfast this morning and I was I was looking at it on my iPad and I'm laughing hysterically. My wife was going, What are you watching? What are you laughing about? Because I just completely lost it. I that was just so good.
6: All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. iHeartRadio Radio app.
0: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket.
2: Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films, and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Do you love Selena?
2: Like, really love
3: From KFI AM 640. On the radio from 1 till 4. After 4, it becomes a podcast. Johnny Ken on demand on the iHeart app.
6: Yeah, and we, uh, yeah, right. It is Tuesday already. Good point. we got to take your uh, Moistline calls. It'll just be here in three days. So use the iHeart radio app to connect to the line. That would be the microphone icon or call the toll free number 1 877 Moist86, 1 664 7886. Well, look who resurfaced over the weekend. And you got to figure this might have happened because, oh, my God, doesn't everybody have COVID again? Isn't it true? Everybody has COVID? I only know Ray, that all the people I know, my neighborhood, my family. my Yeah, Ray's the only
3: one I know, too. Yeah, but they're making it and, sound and it's like always, it's huge. And, it, and it's always that way. Did you know anybody who died of COVID? Well, how do you mean that?
6: Because there's always questions. I had a couple of friends whose parents died in nursing homes during the early outbreak. And they just said it was COVID. But I don't know. Uh,
3: did you know the parents?
6: I did, yes. It was my oh, friend's father's.
3: Get... All right. Well, if the diagnosis was correct, then you, then you do. All right.
6: So uh, Fauci went on CNN. Dr. Fauci. And there was a study that came out in February... 78 randomized trials studying the effectiveness of physical intervention in lessening the spread of respiratory viruses found little to no evidence that large-scale masking efforts were effective at preventing the widespread of COVID-19. Uh-oh. Now apparently Fauci is concerned that people will not pay attention if we hit another big pandemic level and they won't mask up. But we have this clip from the interview on CNN. It seems to be not only his response but the response of a number of epidemiologists, listen carefully to this and then we'll try to analyze the answer. There are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual
3: level for individual, when you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or the pandemic as a whole, the data are less strong. But when you talk about as an individual basis of someone protecting themselves or protecting themselves from spreading it to others, there's no doubt that there are many studies that show that there is an advantage. Okay, that, so, that is incoherent.
6: Yeah, it says here even in the story that came out in February, some supporters believe the critics of masking are making too much of the conclusions of this study and by overlooking the individual benefits of wearing masks as opposed to but, the community-wide benefits. But if if we have fairly help- decent evidence that masks can protect the wearer, hmm.
3: wait, wait, wait. Well, this makes no sense. Because if a fair, wait, number do you hear the of-
6: rest of the quote? Where All right, I think it sort of falls apart is relating that to the population level. Okay, this is Jennifer
3: Nuzo. In- but that makes no sense. Because if enough individuals have a benefit, then the whole community must have a benefit. You can't have a significant number of individuals benefiting but it it doesn't help the community. A community is nothing but individuals. So I I it it seems like they they got caught that their big control idea turns out didn't wasn't necessary that masking doesn't work because yeah. that study is 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 no i mean it it's done by a group which is considered they do the gold standard of studies it's called the the, the Cochrane group yeah Cochrane uh, library the Cochrane library yeah that's who published the review so I mean, I mean, think about it. If 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 it works on me and it works on you and it works on Ray and it works on Deborah, then it's got to work for our community. How does it work for all the individuals but not the community? That's yeah, ridiculous. The individuals add up to the population. Right. Communities are not separate from individuals. They're an accumulation of individuals. So you know, he was he was just bsing. You know what people do when they're caught in a corner and they're in public and it's embarrassing? They just bs. Uh, John. Uh, no great what did i do here <laughs> <John>. <laughs> i had a i had a story I've not john Colbert, another john no what did i oh here it is okay uh, there's a guy named john tierney who i have been reading for like over 25 years and he's writes for city journal now and he was really good at debunking panicking nonsense in in the society and in government and media and he was talking about the latest round, you know, he talks about the maskaholics making a comeback. And he says 97% of Americans have COVID antibodies in their blood. Either they got infected or vaccinated or both. 97%. Wow. And, and... But and
6: doesn't then that wear th-
3: out? I mean, the,
6: the antibodies can't protect you for years, can they? I, I think you have antibodies for
3: life to keep you from dying,
6: right? But are they still effective? Or
3: well, it must be the deaths are, are minuscule now. Yeah. From this, uh, dozens of there's also another thing called um, mask-induced exhaustion syndrome. Hmm. Dozens of studies have demonstrated this uh, syndrome, where symptoms include an increase of carbon dioxide in the blood. You have difficulty breathing, dizziness, drowsiness, headache, diminished ability to concentrate and think. Uh, when masking was big in New York, a study of healthcare workers in the city found that more than 70% of the workers said that prolonged mask wearing gave them headaches. Hmm. And a quarter blamed it for impaired cognition because you're breathing in your own carbon dioxide over and over again. You're not getting enough oxygen. Hmm. And uh, they also had uh, German researchers found that prolonged mask wearing especially hurt pregnant women, children and adolescents. It was toxic.
6: I believe when I saw that line that it works on an individual level, that's the security blanket effect. It works on an individual level because individuals feel safer with it. It's not that medically speaking, and the spread of the disease speaking, it's going to make a difference on the total population masking up. But people just feel better. They feel like they're taking some kind of action. They're doing something, and then when okay. they don't get COVID,
3: which could happen, they're like, "See, see, it worked." Okay, that's the mental that's, game. Yeah, yeah, it's it's emotion. It's it's panic. It's ignorance. You know, right. this is the thing. The the irony, the irony of all this, and the infuriating part of all this is this is the crowd that was preaching father the science until they got science yeah which disagreed that, with their uh, conclusions with, with, right yeah with their with their, uh, with their uh, religious rituals because that's what the mask became it became like something you see priests or rabbis or imams wearing during a religious ceremony in in a synagogue or a mosque or a church Okay, that's what the mask became to these people. And they responded the same way that religious people do if you went up and, and tugged whatever they were wearing on their head or around their head, around their neck. If you tugged it off, what would they do? They would act enraged. That's how these people acted over the mask debate. They were enraged that anybody would question why they're wearing their religious mask. All right, we got more coming
6: up. Johnny Ken, KFIA M six forty live everywhere, iHeartRadio app.
3: You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640.
6: Stop fentanyldealers.org. We'll be talking about this after the news at 2 o'clock. Supporters held a press conference today. They're going to go after signatures to put a ballot initiative out there for you to vote on next year to punish fentanyl dealers like drunk drivers. You get one warning. The next time you sell fentanyl to kill somebody, you can be charged with murder. Our guest will be Matt Capaluto who lost his daughter, Alexandra, to fentanyl poisoning. This comes up after 2.05, and they tried and tried to get this through the legislature, and it kept hitting a wall in these public safety committees. So this is the route you have to go. We know that well, having covered Sacramento for a lot of years. Well, there's a lot of things that can happen on an airplane, but this is really the worst of the worst. worst. The worst. <laughs> uh, so Delta Airlines flight on Friday was headed from Atlanta to Barcelona. It pulled back, I'm sorry, it turned back and went back to Atlanta. The pilot said, "We have a biohazard issue. We got a passenger that had diarrhea all the way through the airplane." And some of the passengers did attest to this, saying that indeed did apparently dribble down the aisle. He didn't have to announce it. (laughs) Probably everyone in the plane could smell it. No, no, no. That was his message to air traffic control. Oh, to air traffic control. To tell them why we're turning back. Yes. A (laughs)
3: biohazard.
6: Yes. Uh, According to a clip from ATC.net that they posted on social media, when I first saw the story, I said, well, wait a minute. Just because somebody's got the runs doesn't mean you turn a plane around, but then do you see what they did after the plane landed? (laughs) They replaced all the carpet in one of the seats. This person, I'm guessing it's a guy. It's always a guy. It would seem to be a guy. Remember that story from a few months ago
3: where the guy had like bloody diarrhea all over the seat? Women don't get diarrhea.
2: That's right. We don't.
3: They don't. Nope. They're not capable of creating it. Only men do.
2: And we don't fart either.
3: Correct. See, I don't believe either of those things, but I believe that
6: men have much worse episodes of both. When it comes to uh, diarrhea well, and
3: farting. I, you know, I would have bet a $1,000 it was a guy. And, 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 and he didn't want to admit to himself what was going on. Tried to tough it out. And then oh, ran down the I aisle see. and blew it all over the place.
6: That is true. You do think that you can tough it
3: out. Maybe I can get to Barcelona. Right. A woman would realize very quickly something's going wrong. They're much more in tune with their bodies. They're not as stubborn. And they'll go quietly to the ladies' room and take care of the business. But a guy will sit there thinking that you know i'll hold it in it's only it's only barcelona the it's pint, only eight hours i'll hold
6: it in the, and then when he thought it was too late right too late, when he thought yeah. it was just enough time to get down the aisle to the bathroom it came out that then he looked I mean, right through his pants and down his leg then i guess right oh yeah yeah, yeah no it, it 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 went out went all over the place he, he soaked himself uh uh, he, yeah, he's actually heard the pilot saying we had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane. Oh, so goodness. they want us to come back to Atlanta. <laughs> One person he's... wrote, "My partner was on that flight. It was dribbled down the aisle and it smelled horrible." Another person <laughs> said they tried to spray vanilla disinfectant on it, but just smelled like <laughs> vanilla bleep.
3: No, you can't, you, you can't spray any kind of air freshener on that stuff. It doesn't well, work. It, com- it, com- it combines and it makes combines something even it. worse. Yeah, it, it
6: can be worse depending on yeah, no.
3: how the two mix. No, they I- did the
6: right thing. They 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 threw the carpeting out. Uh, they did, and they removed the seat. I think the guy was in too, <laughs> uh, because that's also <laughs> oh, a biohazard.
3: Imagine the guy next to him. Oh, I know. I uh, it's I always look for that. See, this is the stuff that's in my mind. When I get on a plane, and if I see, uh, you know, some, some obese guy plopping down next to me, I'm thinking, all right, what kind of digestive problems does this guy have? Because you know he has some, right? Guy sits down, he's 300 pounds, he's lopping over onto your seat. It's like he's going to have digestion issues.
6: You know, TMZ ran this story, and in the middle of it, they give you another picture gallery to look at. Celebrity toilet selfies? Really? People who took pictures of themselves while sitting on the toilet. The, no. first two, the first two people are clothed. They're just sitting on a bowl. But the third guy does have his pants down. Who oh. would want to look at that? I don't know who it is. I'm not launching this. Ah. Some young oh. sort of Latino looking guy. I don't know. <laughs> what Toilet selfies. Really? <laughs> All right. Coming up next, we're going to talk about stopping fentanyl dealers. Alexandra's Law was the proposed piece of legislation that did not get through Sacramento's public safety committees. So instead, you're going to have a chance to sign a ballot petition to get it on the ballot next year. We'll talk about it next. John and Ken, KFI AM 640 Live Everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the
3: 24-hour KFN newsroom.
6: Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.